This is Christopher Moldong and Chris's Storytelling Corner. Today, I'm going to do a movie review for Aquaman. Next time, I'll have a manga review for Skip Beat Volumes 37 and 38, an anime review for the Hunter Exam arc of Hunter by Hunter, and an anime review for Tales of the Abyss. Check out my Twitter page and author's Facebook page. Links to all these will be provided on the description. And I'd really like to hear from you guys as well, so leave any comments and make sure to subscribe and share this channel as well. So the way that this is going to work is that I'm going to give a detailed recap of the movie and then give my thoughts on the movie. As far as an initial grade goes, uh, I thought this was a pretty solid movie. Uh, B+. Plus. Yeah, I, I, th I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. So uh, let's recap um, Aquaman. So 1985 Maine, Lighthouse Keeper Thomas Curry re rescues Atlanta. Uh, the princess of the un underwater nation of Atlantis during a storm. They eventually fall in love and had a, have a son named Arthur, who was born with the power to communicate with marine life forms. Uh, Atlanta is forced to abandon her family and return to Atlantis, and entrusting her loyal advisor, uh, Volko, uh, the mission of training Arthur. Under Volko's guidance, Arthur becomes a skilled warrior, but he's rejected by the Atlanteans for being a half-breed and ultimately leaves Atlantis behind. Um, one year after the Seven Wolves invasion, uh, Arthur confronts a group of pirates attempting to hijack a Russian naval nuclear submarine. Their leader, uh, Jesse Kane, dies during the confrontation while his son, David Kane, vows re revenge against Arthur. Um, pretty much what happens is, like, the there's all this water coming into the room, and, in the sub. Jesse Kane is trapped. They, he asks Aquaman for help. Aquaman refuses David watches his dad, father die, pretty much. Uh, David later targets Atlantis uh, at the behest of Orm, Arthur's younger half-brother and Atlantis' king. He uses the attack as a pretext to the, declare war on the surface. King Nereus of Zabul swears allegiance to Orm's, Orm's cause, but his daughter Mera, who has been betrothed to Orm, uh, Refuses to aid them and journeys to the service to ask Arthur for help, um, earning his trust by saving Thomas from a tidal wave uh, sent by Orm. Arthur eventually accompanies Mera, he's reluctant to do so, uh, to a rendezvous with Volko, and Volko urges Arthur to find the Trident of Atlan, a magic artifact that once belonged to Atlantis's first ruler, in order to reclaim his rightful place as king. They're ambushed by Orm's men, and Mera and Volko escape without having been seen while Arthur is captured. Orm visits Arthur in captivity and announces that Atlanta was executed for the crime of having a half-breed son, blames, and he blames Arthur and the surface for her death. Uh, he offers Arthur an opportunity to leave forever, but Arthur instead challenges him to a duel in a ring of underwater lava. Uh, Orm gains the upper hand and nearly kills Arthur before Mera res rescues him. Together, Arthur and Mera journey to the Sahara Desert where the trident was forged and and unlock a holographic message that leads them to Sicily, Italy, where they retrieve the trident's coordinates. Meanwhile, Orm provides David and, with uh, 
um, David Kane with Atlantean armor and weaponry and technology, more or less, and sends him to stop them. Uh, he imprisons Volko uh, once he learns about his betrayal and coerces the remaining kingdoms of Atlantis to pledge allegiance to him and his campaign against the surface. Meanwhile, David spends time modifying Orm's technology. So, in Sicily, a fully armored David, now calling himself Black Manta, ambushes Arthur and Mera and injures Arthur before being thrown off a cliff uh, to his apparent death. Mera nurses Arthur's wounds as they journey to the Trident's whereabouts and encourages him to embrace his destiny as a hero. Arriving at their destination, Arthur and Mera are attacked by a bunch of amphibious monsters known as the Trench, but manage to fend them off and reach a wormhole that transports them to an uncharted sea located at the center of the Earth. There, uh, they're reunited with Atlanta, who was sacrificed to the transfer of crimes, but managed to escape and reach the uncharted sea, where she's pretty much been stranded ever since. Arthur faces uh, Carathen, the mythical leviathan that guards the trident, and voices his determination to protect both Atlantis and the surface, proving his worth and reclaiming the trident, which grants him control over the seven seas. Orm and his allies lead an army against the Crustacean forces of the Kingdom of the Brine with the intent of completing Orm's surface battle preparations. However, Arthur, Mera, and Atlanta, with the assistance of Krathen, um, lead an army of marine creatures in battle against Orm and his followers, who, who renounce their obedience to Orm and embrace Arthur as a true king upon wielding... Uh, the trident. Arthur defeats Orm in combat, but chooses to spare his life, and Orm accepts his fate after discovering Arthur has found and rescued their mother, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta returns to the surface to reunite with uh, Thomas, while Arthur ascends to the throne with Mera by his side. And in a mid-credit scene, uh, Black Manta is rescued by Dr. Stephen Shin, who's a scientist obsessed with finding Atlantis. He, you actually see him during the movie, he during like a news report, and everyone thinks that he's crazy, pretty much. Um, but uh, Black Manta agrees to lead Shin there uh, to Atlantis in exchange for his help in his revenge against Arthur. So, before we get into my thoughts on the movie, I'd like to plug my author's website at www.chrismaldon.com, and you can read a new blog post on there every week. Uh, for a sample of my writing, you can read my fantasy short story, The Wizard, The Shadow, and The Tree, which is placed in the DreamQuest 1 writing contest, and a link to it will be provided on the page description. Also, do you like action, adventure, fantasy, crazy, char crazy new worlds, different characters? Then buy my book, The Mustard Prince in the Convent Kingdom, for just $4.99 via ebook on Amazon.com or on my author's website. Links to buy it will be provided on the page description. Please also subscribe to this channel as that would really help me out. So, uh, some thoughts. Uh, start with the characters. Let's go start with good old Arthur Curry, Aquaman, played by Jason Momoa. Uh, I mean, throughout the whole movie, he's pretty reluctant to be the king um, of Atlantis. Uh, he does possess a lot of 
you know, superhuman abilities and whatnot. He is a meta-human after all. Um, I really like the cast. I, uh, admittedly, I, I know a little bit about Al Aquaman, but I've never read the comics. But as far and you know, a lot of times they, in a lot of parodies, they always make it seem like Aquaman, um, his ability is to talk to fishes and whatnot. It's I mean, it's usually a parody, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, he is super strong. The Trident has magical powers, apparently, that can even hurt Superman. Um, because Superman actually has something of a weakness to magic. Uh, as far as, but that's besides the point. Uh, as far as the casting choice, I like what, you know, I like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. He's kind of like this cool, funny Aquaman, uh, a bit more rugged, um, not so, not such a square, you know, I, I guess. He's not Superman, you know, he's not, he's not like a Boy Scout. Um, and, you know, he plays his, uh, reluctance and just his, he's just like, how to describe it, just like a guy, in a sense, you know, I mean, he goes drinking with his dad, um, you know, he he wants, you know, it's like, he beats up some dudes, like, hey, hey, let's get this over with so I can get to happy hour, you know, like, there's there's very much, like, the human side, and he's a, he's something of a mundane human, I guess, um, you're, like, everyday guy, who's obviously super strong and whatnot, though, um, he's, like, one of the boys, you know, and, and then he's the meta-human as well, um, I think Momoa uh, plays that pretty well. Amber Heard was Mera, who's Arthur Curry's love interest, warrior, and daughter of King Nereus. Um, she's pretty much... She compliments uh, Aquaman pretty well, you know, in, in the sense that she's more of the serious one. Uh, she has a lot more... Um, loyalty to Atlantis and she's kind of like she's kind of like the voice of I don't want to say like the voice of Atlantis per se but just um, you know she's the one that's always just convincing like Aquaman hey you, you gotta be king you got you gotta take the throne and whatnot um, she's not like a damsel in distress though uh, so that kind of fits. She can fight as well. Uh, so in a sense, it, it fits with Aquaman quite well because she kind of, she kind of like he he's kind of a wild man, and she kind of like calms that down. It's like, hey, look, this is what we need to do. Okay, like you know, he he kind of wants to do what he wants. And she's like, no, 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 we got to do this, okay? So, um, you know, and it works, you know. I, I think it works. There's also Volko, played by William Defoe, um, mentor to Arthur, trained him how to fight and whatnot. He, you know, there's always a sage character uh, in a lot of movies. 
And uh, Volko is definitely the sage character, you know, of just like, he can sometimes act, like, he is the guide, sometimes like, these sage characters can be something of a moral compass type. Um, obviously, he's betraying um, Orm for the greater good and, and believing in Aquaman or Arthur Curry. Um, so, you know, he, he plays that sage, that wise man character uh, pretty well. Orm, um, the half-brother. Yeah, man, this guy, he's pretty much like... You know what he, like, it, it's, the thing is, like, he really is, like, he's not Aquaman, you know, this guy isn't, like, he's not Arthur Curry, you know, he's not so rugged, he's really clean cut, um, he's more thoughtful about, like, his actions and what he does, very different, he's not as crass <laughs> as Aquaman, as Arthur Curry is, um, Orm definitely fits with that more elitist, you know, um, royalty type, whereas Arthur Curry is, like, is not, and, and so, there's definitely a clash, thankfully, like, um, like, you know, there, it's not like he's, like, some pushover or anything like that, and, and Arthur Curry's not, like, some pu pushover or anything either, so, like, they clash quite a bit, um, but, you know, his belief, uh, that, you know, humanity polluted the seas and whatnot, and, and declaring war on the surface world, it's not outside, in my opinion, it's not outside the realm of possibility if I was in his position, where it's just kind of like, Okay, <laughs> like, hey, there, there's another, uh, there's another plastic bottle next to me, you know, floating right by me, you know, I mean, that's the thing, um, so it's, it's not like the surface world is doing, it is, is doing the underwater world a favor here. You know, I'm not trying to be like all environmentalist or anything like that, but it's like I can kind of see where he's coming from. You know, I I don't think he's that far. Um, I don't think his like bitterness towards the surface world is too far out of bounds. It, um, at the same time, it's it's not that his his mission his ideal is necessarily wrong per se, it's how he goes about it is what the problem is. Um, like I said, like, hey, he, he can, you know, hey, he lives underwater. He probably, there probably is pollution or something going on out there, you know, from the surface world. Fine. Okay. Well, do you want to talk to the surface world? Do you want to, like, somehow make agreements with them? Or do you want to wipe them out? You know, and like, so he's, He's taking it to, um, uh, you know, like, he's taking it there. It's not that far off from, like, uh, if I think about, like, Magneto and Mutants versus humans, too, where it's just like, dude, humans are, you know, like, hey, we gotta have a, a world of just all mutants because humans hate us. And then, 
you know, Professor X is like, okay, I'm going to make this school. I'm going to try and make it so that, like, we can get along. Magneto's like, no, 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 no. Let, let's, let's get rid of the humans, <laughs> you know? Uh, Orm's kind of the same thing, where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, this stuff's going on with the underwater, you know, pollution, whatnot. Let's kill all the humans. <laughs> you know, like that, that's the thing, you know. What Arthur Curry's like, hey, you know what, man? I live with the humans, you know? They're cool, you know? They're my friends. My dad's a human, you know? <laughs> like, they're not bad people, you know? Arthur Curry would probably be thinking more in that, that way. Hey, you know, we, we can find a balance. Whereas with Orm, it's like, no, no, no. We, we, gotta, we gotta make war on these surface dwellers because... Uh, yeah, you know. So, like I said, the ideal isn't necessarily wrong. A good villain always has that too, where it's just like, uh, you know, your conviction, and you're not necessarily wrong. It's just how you go about it is is generally the extreme. You know, um, that's the thing. Uh, so. And then there was, uh, who else was there? Nereus, king of Atlantis, you know. He, he allies with, with Orm. Um, it's called Dolph Lundgren. It was in the movie. <laughs> That's all I can really say about that. He's Mira's father. You know, he, he looked cool. Uh, he was kind of like the cool guy. Like, the, the, the cool-looking royalty guy. Uh, there wasn't really much I can say about him, though. Uh, David King, Black Manta, you know. Black Manta's... See, like... Where I found that Orm may have had kind of a point here. It's like, man, da David... Or Black Manta, you know. Like, it's kind of like... Dude, he's a tri You know, he's a pirate. Uh, like a high-season mercenary. You know, and it's kind of like... Hey man, you know he kills all these people, and it's kind of like, oh, well, you're not gonna help my father like live like, you know, curse you, Aquaman. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, uh, look at a mirror, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, seriously, you know, it, it's with with uh, Black Manta, you know, David Kane. It's hard to like sympathize with his cause. Because his is revenge, but it's kind of like, you do bad things, you were going to, like, and killing people and whatnot, and getting away with it, and now that it came back to you, you're all angry, and, and want revenge, it's like, that, that doesn't fly, with me at least, or it's like, I can't, I'm not going to sympathize with your, uh, with your hatred for Arthur Curry, you know, I mean, like, there needs some level of, like, you and your dad, like, there needs some level of justice, you know, like, here, and, like, I, I get, I mean, Arthur Curry could have saved him, I, I guess it's, it's, but at the same time, it's kind of like, is it going to be a case of, like, Hey, Batman doesn't kill. Oh, hey, you just escaped from Arkham Asylum and killed more people? Well, I'm just going to beat you up, put you back in Arkham Asylum, so you'll kill more pe escape and kill more people, you know? Is that 
is that it? Like, okay, so Aquaman saves your dad and you. What happens? You go to jail. You escape from jail. You go back to treasure, you know, to pirating and killing dudes. Like, eventually there needs some level of justice done here. Um, nonetheless, just going on a tangent there. Um, I like the suit. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that was a neat suit, the Black Manta suit. Um, you know, he, he, I wouldn't say he's like a total match for Arthur Curry. And, it, and it's very interesting because, like, it is, uh, Stephen, um, uh, was it Stephen Shin? And, and him going to be the villains for Aquaman 2 now? Like, that that's a weird thing, because I don't think that Black Manta is, like, a suitable villain for Aquaman, per se, unless he gets even more of an upgrade. But, um... So that's kind of, <coughs> that's kind of interesting with that mid credit scene, you know? Or is, like, there's go is he just going to be, like... Because I, I see Black Manta, in this movie, he was the mid-boss character, you know? Orm was, like, the final boss. Black Manta was, like, a mid-boss. I can't really see Black Manta being, like, anything more than a mid-boss at, at this point. Um, so, I, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit curious to what, see what happens if... I'm sure they're going to have an Aquaman too. Um, and I'm sure that Black Manta's gonna play a part in it. I just, I'm just curious to see what that is. Then Nicole Kidman was Atlanta. Um, you know, uh, it's good that they found her. Um, there isn't really much to say. It, it's, uh, you know, there's this deeper narrative of, like, people of different worlds can get together and different classes too. Atlanta is like royalty, and then Thomas Curry is a lighthouse keeper. You know, so I mean, they they obviously got that like that thing going on where it's like, oh yeah, you know, e even different worlds, different classes can kind of get together, and um, love can be found and whatnot. I guess it's. Uh, I kind of wonder if that's what what they're trying to convey here. Um, as far as the movie goes, though, uh, visually speaking, that that this was wow, just just wow. I mean, definitely appealing. I mean, it's just cool seeing them riding like these seahorses and riding the, these amphibious creatures and right whatnot. Um, Definitely get the te technology stuff going on, but with the undersea battle as well, uh, and, and it just looks great. Uh, I mean, you know, it's got a comic feel. I, I really felt the comic feel in the fight scenes. One thing that I noticed in the fight scenes, you get you can see it in the beginning too. Um, like in the first fight that Aquaman has, it, it's like when he fights people. Everything is really dramatic. Like, what I mean is, like, you know, if he if he throws someone, I mean, he's throwing them from, like, one end of, like, the building to another, in a sense. You know, like, they fly really far. Every punch, I mean, it, it's, it's really dramatized, uh, if you notice. 
And, and you know, it, it's just it's a comic book thing, you know. Like you, you see it in the comics, like early bat. You know, I mean, if you watch like the Batman uh, show from like you know uh, way back with Adam West, it's like pow, bam. You know, it's kind of like that, but like obviously they don't add the sound effects and it doesn't look as goofy, but it still has that like overemphasized. They they really overemphasize the the like the attack pretty much. Um, whether you like that or not, I, I thought it was fine. You know, I I, I liked it. Um, and it's com- it's a comic book movie. I mean, the guy's a meta human. He has super strength, and he can beat dudes up. I mean, I expect guys flying in the air from get uppercut flying in the flying the air onto like some other dude and, and, uh, and like the goon squad has like no chance like that that's kind of what i expect you know um big laser beam type energy beam type attacks and stuff like that you know uh and you know they're fighting with the trident and whatnot and he's like Underwater battles that are just like I said, beautiful to look at too. Like, you know, I, I'm fine with it. I thought that was fun. Overall, plot's good. You know, I mean, there really was just a big, you know, I, I mean, it's not that hard to follow. You know, it's like there's beginning, middle, and end. You know, that there's kind of a, even a quest. You know, it, it's like okay, the beginning we start with Thomas Curry meets meets a woman, has a kid. Okay, cool. Well, we we know about um. You know, and Aquaman does his thing. You know, we know the stakes that are involved. Hey, you know, you know, hey, you gotta be king. This guy Orm wants to attack the surface world. Oh, okay. Hey, like, hey, I, I get it. You know, there, there's some real stakes here. Like, I, 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 I think that's uh, that's fine. You know, and then there, there's kind of like this whole thing, internal thing going on, where it's like, dude, I'm a, just a guy. You know, I'm a half-breed, but you want me to be king. Okay, like, um, how's this going to work? You know, and he's not a kingly type guy. He knows it. The audience knows it. By the end, it, you know, you know, the, the good guy went. He goes on his quest to find the sacred item, uses said sacred item, makes some friends, you know, has his... uh. Has his own party, if you will, on, on along the way. Fights the bad guy. Beats the bad guy. Bad guy gets some level of redemption, too. You know, it's like, hey, I thought my mom died. Hey, no, she didn't die. Cool. Hey, you saved her? Oh, cool. You know? <laughs> hey, my brother saved her? Great. You know? Like, so it was good. I mean, everything was just, it was fun. Easy to follow. I didn't, I didn't think anything was like... I didn't think it was too overly complicated or anything like that. It just it was what it was. I thought it was just fun. Um, compared to other DC movies, uh, I mean, I still think Wonder Woman is the best DC movie to date. But this is easily number... For me, it's easily number two. I like this better than Justice League. Um, well, like... I'm glad that they reference Justice League. They reference how they beat Steppenwolf and whatnot, but they didn't. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's any cameos from like Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, or anyone like that. And um, so, yeah, you know, I thought this was easy. Number two, I, you know, it's just 
It wasn't too dark, you know. There's a lot of humor in there. Some of, some of the humor just kind of fell like, you know, fell by the wayside for me. I thought he, he sometimes he's trying too hard to be funny, but other times it's like, oh, okay, he got a chuckle out of me, you know. Um, I'm glad you can insert the humor in there. Um, you know, Aquaman isn't exactly royalty, and and he's around this all these royal serious people, you know, why wouldn't he be a funny dude, you know, uh, um, dude wants to go to happy hour, you know, <laughs> he'd rather go to happy hour than, uh, than complete a mission, you know, well, or at the very least, you know, he wants to make sure that he completes his mission in time for happy hour. You know, like that's just the, that's the type of guy Aquaman is. So, like, hey, you know, you need the humor in there, especially with everyone else who's just such a more or less a pretty serious character. Um, like I said, not too dark, you know, because, you know, one thing they're saying about, like, Batman Superman, it's just dark in a way. Even though the mood in the comics are, is actually that dark. It just, like, there was just hardly any, like, humor or lightheartedness in it. It's just, you know, it's just brooding and dark all the time. And Suicide Squad was kind of the same way, too. They tried to put some humor in there, but then it's just, like, it didn't need to be the, like, you got a bunch of villains. One of them's, like, Harley Quinn, you know, like, some pretty comical characters, and, and it's just really dark. This one, it's like, no, nah, it's in the ocean. They, they travel in the, the Sahara Desert. They go to Sicily. You know. Um, I wouldn't say it's lighthearted, but it, it wasn't overtly serious as well. So, you know, I, I liked that. I thought the hum humor worked overall, you know. And um, it seems like this movie did really well. Uh, I'm expecting a, a sequel. I mean, the mid credit scene... That, showed as much the reviews for it have been quite positive which, which it, they deservedly so I, I think most of most of the reviews I've seen it, it's pretty fair that it, it is just it's fun you know it's a fun movie and, and I, I have to agree with that it's it's not necessarily groundbreaking per se um, it's definitely a step in the right direction for DC movies uh, fun visually appealing so it's definitely a lot to like uh, with this movie. So that's all for today. If you like this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and comment to this channel. Thank you for listening to this movie review. Next time, I'll have a manga review for Skip Beat Volumes 37 and 38, an anime review for the Hunter Exam arc of Hunter by Hunter, and an anime review for Tales of the Abyss. Thank you, and until next time.